Well, howdy, Pastor Mark Driscoll here with a uh, little teaser for what's coming up. I've got an Elijah series from 1 Kings 17 through 2 Kings 2. It's going to run uh, March, April, May, June, four months. And we are going to look at Elijah. And actually, uh, this is where I come to <clears throat> do a lot of my sermon prep, Bible study, prayer walking, hiking, and uh, listening to the Lord and and this is where I got some incredible insights on Elijah. I uh, was studying Elijah during the Christmas season and uh, took a little break. We're supposed to be on vacation and lo and behold, I started working on a study guide for Elijah and it morphed into a 70 some thousand word book that I think will be published by a publisher. We're in negotiations and discussions. And I think that Elijah is this amazingly timely prophetic incredibly important book. And so I was sitting here just thinking and praying. And over the course of two days, I didn't sleep much. I uh, I thought things I'd never thought. I learned things I'd never known. And I wrote things I have not learned anywhere else. Uh, just a little bit of a teaser and an intro. Um, first of all, Elijah, prophet, comes out of the woods. He's a little untucked, a little uncouth. He doesn't quite dress right. He doesn't have the credentialing. He didn't go to seminary or Bible college. Um, you know, doesn't tuck his shirt in, doesn't wear dockers, doesn't say, uh, yes, ma'am. He's, he's just a bit of a mountain man. And that's why some years later, when John the baptizer comes, they think he's Elijah. So Elijah's this dude, if, uh, if he was on, uh, that show alone, he'd win it every single year. Tough guy, mountain man, man's man, dude to dudes, just comes out of nowhere into one of the worst seasons in all of Israel's history. First uh, Kings 16 talks about generation after generation, political leader after political leader, just it goes from bad to worse and from the flesh to the demonic. It's much like our own day when just it seems like government is the problem, not the solution. And he comes in to rebuke uh, King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. Uh, they brought into uh, the nation of Israel the worship of two demon gods, Baal, supposedly a male deity, Asherah, supposedly a female deity. They would have uh, just really nasty sexual relations. I mean, this is kind of uh, Rihanna at the Super Bowl meets uh, Sam Smith kind of situation. Uh, just real naughty. Kind of need some hand sanitizer just for your eyes if you're going to see that. Uh, but they, they get married to align these two kingdoms. Uh, her dad, Jezebel's, was uh, the king of Sidonian uh, kingdom, and he was a high priest of the demon goddess Asherah. And so they brought the worship of Baal and Asherah into Israel. Well, this is syncretism. This is where you take Bible belief and uh, demonic cultural sexuality, politics, um, apostasy, and you combine it together. It's the same thing that we're happening, it's happening right now in the church with the woke joke folk, the rainbow flag churches, the denominations uh, getting so overtly ungodly and anti-Bible that it causes you to shudder. You can't even say uh, good day men and women or boys and girls at Disney. And so as I'm studying all of this, I'm realizing that we're dealing with the same issues in a different day. Uh, apostasy, uh, we would call it wokeness, uh, the worship of God being commingled with gender confusion and transgenderism and sexuality. You know, that leads me to, while well, I'm verbal processing, one of the weirdest, most insightful moments I had getting ready for the Elijah series 
when they go to arrest and kill Jezebel, she's surrounded by her male eunuchs. So what happens is when you have the Jezebel spirit, it castrates the men. It literally castrates the men. And what you see with Jezebel and Ahab is uh, not just people, but spirits working powerfully through people. How do we know this? Well, in Revelation 2, Jesus rebukes a church and says, you tolerate that woman Jezebel, who is a false prophetess and seduces people to sexual sin. False teaching, false prophecy, political leadership, fear, bullying, intimidation, demonic power, um, co-opting the church. And what Jezebel does, she closes all the churches. It may have been the spirit of Jezebel that closed a bunch of churches recently during COVID. And then she compromises the churches and then she controls the churches and then she castrates the men. Ah, sound familiar? Yeah, welcome to it. Could you even imagine a world where the, uh, the leading um, ruler was a man who was weak and passive and incompetent and alongside of him was a controlling evil woman who slept her way to the top. Glad we don't have anything like that in America. Nonetheless, um, that being said, when it comes to Jezebel and Ahab, they're not just uh, people, they're people that are empowered by demonic spirits. And today we're seeing the same trends because uh, even though it's new days, it's old demons. That's gonna be my thesis for Elijah. New days, old demons. The demons are up to their same tricks. Uh, passive Ahab men, men who are passive. They won't activate, they won't take responsibility. And young men, this is where we find ourselves. Record numbers of young men out of the workforce, no intent of finding work. Record number of young men who are not in church. Record number of young men who are not in college, not in the military. What are they doing? They moved home to live with their mother. That's where they are. They are watching porn. They are playing video games and they're on social media, just ranting and raving while accomplishing nothing and being no one. That's passive Ahab men. Our whole generation is run by the spirit of Ahab. So what I'm gonna do in conjunction with the Elijah series on Wednesday night at Real Men, live at Trinity Church in Scottsdale and also live online to the nations, uh, we're gonna talk about the Ahab spirit and we're gonna put some steel in your spine, gentlemen. And if you're a niven jellyfish with no vertebrae, we gotta get you shored up. Ahab is the problem, not the solution. In addition, Jezebel, controlling, demonic, highly spiritual, um, leads through fear and intimidation, highly successful, high control, sensual woman who castrates, neuters, and controls men. If it sounds familiar, it's because we call it America and Western culture. We're gonna do a head-on collision with the spirit of Jezebel, and I'm gonna teach as well at Real Men on controlling women who either have the Jezebel spirit or the Jezebel oppression or Jezebel personality. The same is true with Ahab. Some have the Ahab spirit. Uh, they have no fight in them. They're completely passive. You cannot activate these men. Uh, some men have uh, oppression. And at, like Ahab, they have seasons where they're oppressed or they're fearful or they're scared. Even though Elijah's a man of God, he has a, a moment like that where he runs for his life after calling down fire from heaven to destroy uh, the false prophets of Baal. 850 false prophets of Baal and Asher. He's so overcome with demonic oppression from the powerful demonic spirits of Ahab and also Jezebel that he runs 100 miles into the woods and wants to die. We're also gonna talk about uh, the personality that some people carry forth 
not the possession or the oppression, but the personality of Ahab and or Jezebel. And that may be you. And uh, let me tell you this, uh, this is gonna be probably the most controversial, uh, the most timely, the most prophetic sermon series I've ever done in my entire life. Uh, we've got a study guide that'll come along with it. I'm sure we'll be banned and kicked off of various platforms for various clips at various times. But here's the big idea. Israel, God's people, had been in decline for generations. Political leadership, corrupt, sexual perversion of every sort and kind, child sacrifice to the demon gods of Moloch and Baal. Today we would just call it abortion and Planned Parenthood. And they would literally burn their children in the fire. And today we just do it with chemical abortion, which literally burns the child to death, literally consumes them and destroys them. Because if you worship sex, you have to offer children as a sacrifice. We're gonna learn about uh, transgenderism. Oh, and this one, this one's nuts. So here's what I'm thinking. You can field test it and we'll get into it and it's gonna be in the study guide and in the book. So demons are not engendered male and female. Demons and angels live on a gender spectrum. They are neither male nor female. They can appear male or female and angels in the Bible never appear to be involved in sexual relations with human beings, but demons do. Therefore, a demon is a transgender non-binary sexual being on a spectrum committing sexual sin and promoting tolerance which is the counterfeit of repentance and tolerance is what jesus rebukes the church at thyatira for enduring with jezebel you tolerate her so yes the reason we're seeing such an avalanche of transgenderism that is leading to mental health suicidal ideation unprecedented depression among younger generations it's demonic it's trying to get them to deny their god-given gender categories and instead of being um, able to live out of their god-given identity made in god's likeness male and female what the transgender spirit of Jezebel and the passive spirit of Ahab wants to do is to cause uh, people, particularly younger generations, to be conformed not to the image of God, but to the demonic and satanic, to be transgender, to live on a gender spectrum, to be fluid, non-binary, but sexual without any God-given limitations. It's why there's such a powerful pressure of cultural force toward transgenderism and sexual sin. Well, all of this, it's gonna be very interesting. I appreciate your prayer. I think I've been up against the Jezebel spirit my whole life. I think that uh, if I just rerun the tape, it's often passive men and controlling women who, um, who really dislike me the most. Um, my assumption and presumption is uh, this sermon series is gonna come at a high cost. I don't like picking a fight, but I won't shy away from one. And since we're in days like Elijah, cultural decline, sexual sin, theological cowardice, uh, syncretism in the church, apostasy among younger generations, uh, seduction, transgenderism, castration, and the uh, murdering of children, uh, it seems like our only hope is uh, we need a few people with the spirit of Elijah, which is the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to stand up, to take a stand, to make a difference, to call the shots, to take the shots, and to say it like it is before it's too late. God does that in the days of Elijah, and he brings the bit of a revival. We've had little intimations of that, and maybe uh, maybe that flame of uh, 
God's revival fire is coming. If not, I would expect more fire to come down from heaven, just like it did in the days of Elijah, and put an end to us all. I'll see you uh, beginning uh, this week, live or online. If you want to pray for me, that would be great. And if you are a triggered, apostate, woke, beta male, or a sexually confused, pro-transgender, high-control, broken woman, this is a really good series for you. You might even meet Jesus and get delivered.